The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, o Lord. Jesus said to his apostles, Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and whoever receives a righteous man because he is a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink, because the little one is a disciple, amen, I say to you, he will surely not lose his reward. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the year 1985, there was a movie called Brewster's Millions, and the, the storyline of this movie was about this minor league baseball player who was going to inherit a very large sum of money, a sum of $300 million, which in 1985 was a lot of money. But there, was, there were some conditions for him to receive this inheritance of $300 million. He had to spend $30 million in 30 days. And he could not tell people why he was doing it. And at the end of those 30 days, he could not have any assets or possessions remaining from that $30 million. So he couldn't buy anything for himself. As the movie progressed, it showed that it was actually surprisingly difficult for him to spend $30 million in 30 days without keeping anything or without telling anybody what he was doing. And his friends, they thought he'd lost his mind. They thought he was a, a lunatic just frivolously spending money on seemingly nothing, wasting it. And he could not tell them. So they actually tried to prevent him from doing that because they did not understand what he was really doing. But in the end, he was successful in spending the $30 million in 30 days, so he inherited the $300 million inheritance. In some ways, being a disciple of Jesus Christ, being a faithful and devout Catholic, is very similar to this. In order to inherit eternal life, we must surrender what we have in this life. In the second reading, St. Paul is telling the people of Rome, If then we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. If we've died with Christ, we will live with him. And he goes on, you too must think of yourselves as dead to sin and living for God in Christ Jesus. And this is a, 
a theme, a very common and important theme in the writings of St. Paul. He's often saying, he's talking about the importance of dying to sin, of dying to oneself, of dying to this world, of dying to one's desires, their plans, in order to allow Jesus Christ to live within them. He says very beautifully in, in one part of his letters, it is not I who live, but Christ who lives within me. So the importance of dying to oneself in order to allow Jesus Christ, the Son of God, to live in us. And as we just heard moments ago in the gospel, Jesus says, whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. The importance of taking up one's cross, which our society says is foolish, but our Lord says is necessary. And he goes on to say, whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. When we lose our life for the sake of Jesus Christ, we will truly find it. It's a very beautiful paradox of Christianity and our, our beloved Catholic faith. We are the strongest when we are the weakest. It's only when we pour ourselves out completely that Jesus Christ can live in us completely. When we stop relying on our own strength, our own intelligence, our own efforts, our own power, that Jesus Christ lives and breathes and moves through us. It's a beautiful paradox. We gain everything. As Christians, we gain everything when we empty out all that we have. It's beautiful. This past week, I was reflecting on the year and a half leading up to my decision to enter into seminary to pursue the priestly vocation. And it was a very difficult year, year and a half, because things were going pretty well for me. I was still in the Medical Service Corps. I was just selected. I was one of three officers selected for a very prestigious academic uh, training program. I had a wonderful girlfriend. I had a great car, a lot of time on my hands. Things were going pretty well. But I knew that God was calling me to something else. I knew that God was calling me to detach from things and people in order to pursue him. And so, as part of this process of detachment, I began to pray a prayer written by St. Ignatius of Loyola several hundred years ago in order to ask God to empty myself out. And the name, the title of this prayer is the Sushipe, which in Latin means receive. And this is the prayer. Take, Lord, and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my entire will. All that I am and all that I possess you have given me. I surrender it all to you to be disposed of according to your will. Give me only your love and your grace. With these I will be rich enough and I will desire nothing more. It's a very short yet very difficult prayer because in this prayer, we're surrendering ourselves. We're, we're asking God to receive, to take these four faculties of us, from us. Our freedom, our memory, our understanding, and our will. And in many ways, these four faculties sum up 
our very self. And we're asking for God to replace these with only his love and his grace. It's quite risky. It's a difficult prayer because it's a prayer of complete surrender. But it's a powerful prayer because it's a prayer of complete surrender. And it took me about a year to actually pray this prayer. Not just read it, not just look at the words, but to really pray it and to really mean it. Say, yes, Lord, take my freedom, my memory, my understanding, my will, and give me only your love and your grace in return. And it was so instrumental in my discernment of my priestly vocation that I decided to put it on the back of my ordination card. An ordination card is a card that newly ordained priests will give out to parishioners and family and friends and ask them to pray for them. On the front, there's usually a, a sacred image, and on the back will be the name of the priest, the date and the location where he was ordained, usually some scripture verse, verses, and then a particular prayer. And I decided to put this on my ordination card and I've given out thousands of these, not just asking people to, to pray for me, but I want them to pray for themselves. I want them to pray this prayer for themselves because it's a very powerful prayer. And it's not just for those discerning priesthood or religious life. That particular prayer of St. Ignatius is one of the introductory prayers to the spiritual exercises. It's that process, that spiritual process in which we determine, we enter into to determine this voice that I'm hearing, this feeling that I'm experiencing, is it from God or is it from the devil? Is it holy? Is it coming from God who is Father, Son, and Spirit? Or is it a trick of the evil one? This prayer is very powerful. But it's also very difficult. Because emptying ourselves out by surrendering these four faculties, it's, it's really hard. Think about it. We're asking God to receive, to take our freedom. That's a pretty big thing, especially for most of us here who are associated with the armed forces in one way or another, defending freedom, putting our lives on the line if necessary. And if we really mess up big in society, what happens? They will take away our freedom, put us into jail. Freedom is an incredible gift but we're asking God to take it. Memory, that's kind of a mixed bag. I pray every day that God take my bad memories away. But the good memories, some of them I like to hold on to, and you probably do too, right? But we ask, we're asking God to take our, our memory. Our understanding, we're asking God to, to help us to surrender our understanding to be informed by the faith of Holy Mother Church. That's pretty hard too. And then surrendering our will, our ability to choose, our ability to self-determine, our desires. These four faculties make us up, and they're very difficult to surrender to God. It's not easy to do. Like in the film which I described, Brewster's friends, they were really confused. They were really confused, and they tried to talk him out of it. They tried to prevent him from spending all this money. But they didn't know the end game. They didn't know about the 300 million that he was going to inherit. 
And so out of good intentions, they tried to prevent him from spending all this money. And the same is true in our world today. People are going to look at us. If you start to surrender these four faculties to God and ask only for his, his love and grace in return, people are going to think you're crazy. They're going to think, they'll think you've, you've lost your mind. And you know what? Some very well-intentioned people, maybe very close to you, are going to try to talk you out of it. They're going to want you to focus on yourself, your own dreams, your own desires, your own wants, whatever. They want you to place yourself as the most important person in your life. That's what our world is telling us. It's not easy to surrender these things. God must be the absolute and the greatest love of our life. We must pour out everything, everything else in our life to make room for him. In the gospel, Jesus says, whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. He's not saying that loving parents or loving children is wrong or bad, but he's saying if you love anybody or anything more than me, it's problematic. No matter who that person is. And this is the truth. If you love any person or any idea or any philosophy or any possession more than God, then at Judgment Day, you will experience some difficulties. We're called to surrender everything in order to be filled up with God. It's very difficult indeed, but that's why we have prayers like the Sushipe to help us to surrender our very self. Because in the end, the reward which awaits us is it's much bigger than what we could ever possibly surrender here in this world. It's not $30 million, it's not $300 million, it's not $3 trillion, but it's eternal life. Life with God, who's Father, Son, and Spirit. Eternal life with God himself. We gain everything when we empty ourselves out, all that we have. Praise be Jesus Christ.